Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 51, Gas Exchange at Sea. Today, I want to talk about how animals in the ocean breathe. But before we do that, we have to remind ourselves what breathing is all about and how it works at a molecular level. I know, right now you're thinking it is too early in the day for atoms and molecules. But I assure you, it's never too early in the day for breathing. When we breathe, what is really happening is gas exchange. Some gases are going into the body and some gases are leaving. So gas exchange is a better and more encompassing term to use for this phenomenon, at least when talking about animals without lungs. Those gases are oxygen in the form of O2 and carbon dioxide. Oxygen goes into the body and carbon dioxide comes out. And yes, there is some important chemistry that happens in between. Have you ever thought about why we, as animals, need oxygen? We need it for a chemical reaction. The one where our cells take food in the form of glucose or other small energy-containing molecules and get energy out of them. That bit requires oxygen. One of the byproducts of that reaction is carbon dioxide. And if we don't get rid of carbon dioxide, it will build up in our bodies and make us more acidic, which isn't compatible with life. The neat thing is that we don't pump oxygen into our bodies. It just goes there on its own. For real. The process is called diffusion. Due to the random motion of atoms and molecules, substances move along a concentration gradient, from areas of high concentration to low concentration. As long as the concentration of oxygen outside our body is higher than inside, oxygen passively diffuses in. And carbon dioxide diffuses out as the concentration inside us is higher than outside. What we do have to do is make sure that we are ventilating, bringing fresh oxygen-filled fluid, either air or water, depending on what kind of animal you are, in contact with the parts of our bodies where this diffusion can happen. If you're a human, you create negative pressure with your diaphragm, which pulls air into your lungs, and gas exchange happens across the surface area of your lung tissue. Oxygen crosses a thin, moist membrane into your blood, which whisks it away to all the cells in your body. Invertebrate sea creatures don't get oxygen directly from air. Instead, they access oxygen dissolved in water. These sea creatures don't have lungs, but they do have a variety of structures and mechanisms that allow gas exchange to happen. The simplest form is diffusion directly through the body's surface. Creatures that use this method lack specialized tissues or organs dedicated to facilitating passive diffusion of oxygen and carbon dioxide, and gas exchange occurs all over their bodies. There is a problem with this system, however. Diffusion is awesome, and it doesn't require any energy. That's what we mean when we say it's a passive process. But, and this is a big but, it doesn't happen very fast. This slowness is a serious limiting factor that plays out all across the tree of life and has driven a huge amount of anatomical adaptation. For these cutaneous gas exchangers, it means that they have to have one of two growth forms. They either need to be very small or very flat, which are both ways of having high surface area to volume ratios. Surface area is important because that's where diffusion happens. The more surface area you have, the more diffusion. The ratio between surface area and volume is the secret sauce for determining if you can get enough oxygen into your tissues fast enough. If you have too much volume that needs oxygen and not enough surface area for diffusion to happen, you won't be able to get the oxygen you need in a timely manner. 
small, roughly spherical organisms have high surface area relative to their body volume, so they do okay, but it limits how big they can get. To get bigger without having specialized gas exchange organs, you have to get flat. That shape maximizes surface area on an otherwise large body and works the ratio in your favor. Animals that employ this gas exchange strategy are things like sponges, cnidarians, the jellyfish, coral, and anemones, and flatworms. We'll talk next week about animals with more complicated gas exchange structures, but the spoiler is that it still involves surface area, and lots of it. This has been episode 51 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The show is produced on Wabanaki land. Check out photos of intertidal organisms on our Instagram. Search at The Essential Rhythm. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Sid Hartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week. <laughs>